Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. Good afternoon and welcome to Financially Speaking. I am Kathy Cook Noble and you're listening to the Inspired Choices Network. And we are taking the the fear out of finance. We help people understand what it means in plain day, everyday, common language that we can all understand because the reality is we really can't all understand our own finances and, and that's the whole purpose of, of our show here on Financially Speaking. And we what we do is we just want people to be comfortable with what, what their stuff is, whatever that stuff is, whether it's one house, six houses, a boat, no boat, two cars, one car, it doesn't matter. Um, whatever your stuff is, let's make sure that you understand it and are comfortable with it. So always feel free to call in or join us in the um, chat room, which is at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com, or you can call in both uh, from our American and Canadian side. We're happy to talk to you, that is for sure. Uh, tonight, we have um, a bonus, actually, because we have a guest that has come back to see us. We had to do it in two parts because she's just got so much knowledge and so much experience, we really couldn't do it in one show. So we are blessed to have with us, once again, Katina Criticos, and she is a skincare expert and a salon owner and a veteran-experienced uh, leader in her industry, that is for sure, and has been for many, many years. Um, from a very young age, Katina knew that one of her sacred gifts was the gift of service. She had the unique ability and understanding and empathizing with those around her. Her love of creating beauty for others and healing not only their bodies, but their spirit and soul manifested at an early age. During her teens, she developed severe cystic acne, and at age uh, 14, her family doctor prescribed a series of antibiotics to treat her skin. She knew she was not sick, but the antibiotics made her sick. She started to read everything she could about acne. And beautiful skin has been Katina's passion and mission ever since. Katina knows more than anybody about the cost of beautiful skin. And the cost, not not necessarily in the sense of what it costs to have it, but the cost of what not, it is to not have beautiful skin. And with the wedding season up upon us, we are going to talk to Katina tonight and get her wisdom on what we do to get uh, wedding season ready because that doesn't happen overnight I, I'm guessing and we're going to learn more we're going to talk to her about how to protect ourselves for the summer with the heat and the change in weather so there's so much more to cover with Katina and we'll talk to her also again a little bit about acne because we we started talking about teen acne um, a couple of weeks ago when we had her on and we will continue that conversation as well so Katina welcome to the show we're so happy to have you here Hey, thanks. Thanks to be back. I appreciate it. Um, you know, I love this is my passion and I so love talking about it. So <laughs> thank you again. We're so happy to have you. I know this is um your your round two because there's just so much in your your head that we could not get out in one show. Um maybe just reintroduce yourself in case we have new listeners uh that even didn't have a chance to meet you last uh time you were on. So just Give us a little bit of a history of who you are and and where you come from and how you got to where you are in uh, in a few minutes or or less. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. I need to see, I think, a few weeks to do that. But uh, let's start with the basics. <laughs> um, I've been in the skincare industry for well over 27 years, probably even longer if you um, add my passion for the body work, for healing work, um, energy work, um, and even my own skincare battles. I probably started when I was 14 in um, in my, you know, with my concerns uh, and figuring out uh, an alternative for my skin. And so in the industry, at least 27 years um, that uh, that have been professional years. Uh, prior to that, many, many years before that, just as a novice and uh, a student of, um, of the aesthetic world. Uh, so, you know, my passion, I fell into like the beauty industry at such a young age and uh, really wanted people to shine and to um, grow and expand and you know, and bring their confidence out. That was the big thing because I know as a as a young, you know, impressionable girl, um, I was made fun of, and you know, um, but I was lucky I could hide it with makeup, whereas so many young boys can't, and so many you know, uh, young girls can't. So for me, skincare has has been uh, a passion since I was little. Um, to help people really overcome it uh, is also a passion of mine. So um, I started my first business, I think I was 27, um, and, uh, you know, left kind of a corporate world in order to follow my dream and my passion. So, yeah. Awesome. And you've always uh, had the acne treatments uh, in the forefront of your mind, but you have definitely expanded into many other areas other than that. But um, do you find that, I mean, you know, when we talk about acne treatment, we're mostly most people think of teenagers, right? They think of uh, the younger teens, and that's really where it is. But there's a, an awful lot with um, adults, isn't there? Well, you know, we all tend to kind of go straight to um, young kids, you know, teen, pre, uh, pre-adolescents uh, with issues with their skin. But now we're seeing it more and more because there's so many different factors to acne and to um, irritation on the skin because not it's not always acne but it could be you know rash it could be an allergy it could be um, you know uh, environmental so we're looking at so many variables to why skin is reacting a certain way and it is a reaction to something sometimes so we're looking at when we talk about adult acne we're looking at acne with severe um, you know, uh, pustules, um, vulgaris is what we talk about, which is one of the most severe types of acne, rosacea uh, that's connected to acne, which is redness and acne com- combined. And then sometimes it's just an overabundance of blackheads, which are indicative of um, hormonal activity to the skin as well. So with adults, we're looking at many different reasons why we are starting to see it in adults. And it's not isolated anymore with just children or just teenagers. Uh, so, you know, next to acne for uh, teens, it's acne adults are kind of this, you know, right, almost close to neck and neck, actually, to be honest with you. You know, and a lot of my female and male clients are like, well, I went through puberty. Why am I going through this again? You know, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Yeah. It- and maybe we can uh, get you to do some of the myth busting for us too with acne because there's a lot of uh, myths out there about you know oh because you don't bathe or because um, 
you know, you you smoke or because you, you know, don't let your skin, you put, I don't know, there's all kinds of, the the way you treat, you know, you put the, yeah, the way you treat your skin. So, I mean, I know, so what are some of the myths that you can, I know you can, you can give us the truth on? Well, uh, one of the biggest things, I think people think that those who have acne are not doing, you know, proper hygiene. Um, That is the number one that I hear. It's like, oh, um, you know, am I not washing the right way or am I not, you know, using the right? So it's a twofold answer in that aspect because um, when someone is overly active with acne, one of the things that, you know, we start asking, we ask the questions, um, we're using for your skincare. And one of the big things is, they're washing, but they're washing too much, right? They're washing uh-huh. with highly alkaline products, which strip down the skin. And when they're stripping down the skin, the sebaceous gland, its whole purpose is to kind of keep the skin healthy, lubricated, balanced. So when you're using a product, even as simple as water on your skin, water is an alkaline product, and our skin needs acid-based products in order to be healthy and vibrant. Think of what, you know, we call the acid mantle. That's the oiliness of the skin first thing in the morning. When we wake up, it's that kind of sheen, dewiness that we have when we wake up. That's kind of what we want for the rest of the day without the oily feeling, you know. So when we're stripping down the skin with too much product that is highly alkaline, and almost 80 to 90% of the products on the market that are geared towards acne strip down the skin. So you're not getting acne necessarily because you're not clean enough. You're getting acne because you're stripping down the skin. And that sebaceous gland gets a message that says, hey, I'm dry, I'm dehydrated because this alcohol-based product is stripping down my skin. So what does it do? So the top layers of cells are then dying off because they're dry and they're being stripped down. And the sebaceous gland is, oh, they're dry. I better like produce more oil. So it creates almost like a plug, you know, so that's the, that's the, uh, that, that's kind of what leads into this cycle of acne. So the more acne you have, the more you use an estrogen, you know, the more acne you have. So it creates a cycle. And our goal is to kind of keep your skin balanced. It's all about the balance, using products that do not strip down the skin, using products that are working with your own skin's pH levels. Um, and that's the goal. So being, you know, Overly clean is also a myth, like to wash three or four times a day can strip down the skin too. Um, the other thing is chocolate makes me break out. You know, that's another yeah. myth in itself. You know, and I think, yeah. you know, and, and I think, you know, it doesn't matter how much acne I'd have. Like, I love chocolate. Most of us are chocoholics. Chocolate is there because <laughs> it's, it's, it's that feel good serotonin. Like the minute like chocolate melts in your mouth, there is a sensation that actually is released in the brain, these phenomenal serotonin levels. But it's not necessarily the chocolate that's causing acne. It's sometimes we're craving chocolate during our menstrual cycle, during stressful times, for example. So, you know, when you're when your menstrual cycle comes or when you're ovulating just before your menstrual cycle, uh, we tend to crave, you know, feel-good foods, right? And those feel-good foods kind of stimulate certain parts of our hormones. And uh, so it's not the food necessarily that's causing the acne. It's the surrounding hormones that are creating that kind of, those kind of issues. So um, that's another thing. So food is not necessarily the culprit, but again, 
it can be like, let's say you're allergic to or have an intolerance to gluten. That gluten can stimulate acne. Um, milk products can stimulate acne. Sugar can stimulate acne as well. So it's not a direct, oh, it's chocolate, but it could be um, maybe the milk chocolate. You know, it could be the sugar in the chocolate. So those are also myths, you know. So not being clean enough is one myth. Food is another myth. Um, the yeah. third is uh, if I work too much, I get, you know, like if I work out too much, I break out. And, you know, right. and it's a myth and it's not. Like if you are overstripping your skin and overwashing it, absolutely you're going to break out uh, because you're overstripping it. It's not necessarily because you're working out. It's because you're sweating, right? So, um Making sure you don't have makeup on um, when you work out, having working out with a clean face and then washing your face one more time and spraying on a pH balancer, not a toner that strips down with alcohol. It's a pH balancer in the skin, you know. So, and oh, another myth, the last, I don't want to miss this one because we are in the summer months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sunscreen causes can't, like, sorry, sunscreen causes breakout. Um, right. That's another myth that I hear. Oh, it's too oily for me. I don't need it because I, I have my natural oils on my face. No, we all need sunscreen. It doesn't matter if you're Fitzpatrick 1, which is a very light skin person, to Fitzpatrick 6, which is the darkest, um, you know, dark skin. So you, everybody needs sunscreen. You know, that's the big thing. And sunscreen don't the right sunscreen will not cause breakouts. Sunscreens, some of them on the market that are oily based can, but it's not so much the sunscreen that causes um, the breakout. So those and, are the and you need sunscreen all the time, right? Yep. Absolutely, and it doesn't matter like, what yeah. color because uh, so many people think that uh, you know. And we'll, and we'll touch base on sunscreen a little bit later in the show if you'd like. But um, yeah, some people think that the darker my skin is, so whether you're Middle Eastern, East Indian, um, or African American or African Canadian, um, you all we all need sunscreen. We all need sunscreen. Yeah. It doesn't matter how because we have seen now, and the research is is that. The melanocytes, which are your tanning cells, um, are constantly, you know, being disrupted or stimulated by the sun. And so even if you're black skin, Fitzpatrick 6, um, you can pigment and you can get darker. You can uh, harm the melanocytes. And the melanocytes are your tanning. Um, they protect you from burns, right? These are cells that protect you. They will not forget that you've burnt so it's you know so a lot of mm-hmm. people who have pigmenting right now uh in their 40s they're like well i haven't tanned in a long time and they're like it's not what you do now it's what you did 20 years ago because melanocytes yeah. have a memory you know so that's that's key and i know we're talking about adult acne but those are things that with acne when you have acne and then you go into the sun another myth is that the sun dries up my face you know, when I'm going into the, you know, so they'll do sun beds or they'll do, um, you know, the tan yep. beds or they'll do uh, sun. And that dries up my acne beautifully. Um, that's another myth, too. It is, yeah. it's, it's The sun actually dries up your skin. But what happens when you have a breakout and you go into the sun, the melanocytes start kicking in and they start creating, um, uh, like, pigment changes in the skin. So where you scarred from picking you will actually have a pigmentation stain on your face. And those are harder to get rid of than acne, to be honest with you. So it is a perpetual cycle that people go on, and and the myths are endless. But uh, um, those are some of the ones that I 
hear on a regular basis. And, and we constantly are trying to re-educate. That's, you know, in our clinic, that's uh, the big thing is re-educating. And we're also learning more. It's big, you know, you have to be big on education and constantly learning in our industry. Absolutely. You know? And mm-hmm. we've, 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 we're actually just up to our first break, if you can believe it. But I do oh want gosh. to come back and continue this conversation because I want to get some uh, of your insight on how you treat it and your recommendations of what people need to do to cover up now that we're coming into the sun season. So we'll talk about that when we come back after our first break. So you are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Kathy Cook-Noble, on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we return, we're going to continue to talk about beautiful skin and what it costs to have it and what it costs to not have it with our very special guest and expert, Katina Criticos. We will be right back. Thank you. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am Kathy Cook-Noble on the Inspired Choices Network. And today our topic is about beautiful skin and the cost of having it and the cost of not having it. And we have a very special guest with us, Katina Criticos. She's an expert in the industry and has been for well over 25, almost 30 years probably. Um, And before we went to break, we were just talking about she's doing some myth-busting for us on on, uh, what acne... Um, is and how people get it or how they can fix it or correct it with um, with all the different uh, rumors and myths out there that we've heard. So, uh, Katina, just before we went to break and we were chatting about that, what with the summer upon us, um, officially, I guess it's uh, the end of the week, but um, we've definitely been having some nice weather here in North America and we know that there's going to be some hot hotter weather coming. What's the... Other than I know we need we were talking about the sunscreen, but what are some recommendations you have for people? Like I know there's different treatments that they have before, and I know there's certain treatments that you don't do if they're going to be in the sun. So, what's your recommendation for really taking advantage of the sun, but really keeping your skin protected too for the season? Well, you know I've learned in my years of being in uh, in this industry is that we all love the sun, especially here in you know north of the border. Um, we only see this beautiful weather maybe for lucky six months out of the year. 
So, you know, and, and as Canadians, we flock to the south uh, on many occasions and we come back burnt or sun damaged. Um, you know, I, I see pictures all the time on Facebook posted like little red lobsters where people can't, you know, you can get <laughs> poisoning. You can really have severe reactions to the sun, especially if for six months we don't see it and we don't expose our skin to it. Um, sun is really beautiful because it really helps like us feel better. We we need the vitamin D because um, almost 75% of us in Canada um, are deficient, severely deficient um, in vitamin D. So the sun is really an important aspect of um, our health, well-being, mental health as well, because it really does help with uh, the happy, feel-good hormones in our bodies. Um, so one of the things that I do tell my clients, I'm not one of those uh, estheticians that say, stay out of the sun, stay out of the sun. You know, we do love the sun. And so but do it in moderate, you know, moderation. Don't be outside tanning for, you know, three, four hours. 15, 20 minutes early in the morning, later on in the afternoon. Avoid the sun between the hours of like 11 to 2. You know, when I was younger, 20 years ago, we would say between 12 and 2. Now we're saying between 11 and 4. You know, so the sun has become stronger because of the ozone, you know, rays. So I'm not going to say avoid the sun, but be really mindful. Everything is about balance. So if you are going to tan, use a sunscreen, a good one. Um, a lot of department store and drugstore brands um, tend to not be as strong as they claim on the bottle. So be very research. How much time do I have before I have to reapply sunscreen? And usually sunscreen from, um, you know, here in Canada, I think there's FDA approved sunscreen in the States, but here in Canada, we have the Health Canada which um, a lot of medically graded sunscreens here in Canada are DIN numbered, which is the Health Canada's you know registration. So the number that they say on them, you know, it better be that number when you are using protection. So that's right. Uh, what is the, yeah. So so one of the big things is make sure your sunscreen is a good one. Make sure it's Health Canada approved. Um, we don't need to have a 70, you know, sunscreen. And actually, in most countries in Europe, they they go only up to 45 to 50, no more than that, because you need more chemicals then to get, like, less than seven minutes more of a protection. So it's better to have, like, a 45, 50 and reapply every um, 45 minutes to an hour, you know, and a half, depending on if you have medically graded sunscreen, then you're looking at a longer duration on your skin before reapplying. So, um so know what you're buying, know how much time you need before you reapply, um, and also avoid products that are not physically based on screens. So services, as much as I love to do like, you know, laser on clients, those are things that we do avoid in the summertime. So people who are right. doing like facial lasers, um, arms or legs, um, we tend to ask them to stop until September, October when they're finally out of the sun. Fact, in particular with our male clients, because those are treatments that you definitely have to avoid. Um, the next one, I think, is, uh, well, the laser is one day, IPL, photofacials, chemical peels, unless we, the only time we'll do them is if a client pretty much is very light, pale, and never goes out in the sun. So otherwise, we reserve those, you know, more active treatments for the fall and winter. 
So we, in the winter, we do a lot of repair work, things that people have done. And, you know, but you can get a facial. You can get microdermabrasion. You can get enzyme peels. You can get um, photon LED light, which is a healing light as well. So there are things you can still do to protect your skin in the summertime and to keep your skin nice and healthy. Um, but certainly, laser is one of those things that we tend to avoid. Okay. And now, I know we're talking about the summer, but... I believe I've heard you talk about sunscreen even in the winter because people don't realize the the harm they can have to their yes. skin. Am I, am I right on that? Yeah. Absolutely. And don't forget, like, um, how we break it down, like, the sunscreen measures, uh, so SPFs are sun protection factors, and it's protection from the UVB ray. Um, some of them are, can do, if they're more physical, can do the A ray. So UVB, it, so let's do ABCs, right? A is aging. So UVA, UVB is burning, UVC is cancer. So um, you need a broad spectrum one because we now know, and even just actually there's new statistics that came out a few years ago and not many people know that even just the uh, UV lights that we have in, um, you know, when we're doing our manicures, shellac manicure, for example, it's really recommended to put a sunscreen on your hands when you do that because those are UV, right? So we're also the fluorescent lights if you're working in an office with a lot of fluorescent lighting, you should be wearing a sunscreen even inside if you have the fluorescent lighting because it does emit some UV, I think it's UVA. So um, it's really important that you're protecting your skin in the winter because of the fact that the sun bounces off the snow and intensifies it. And in the summer, because if you are on the beach, you definitely, it's bouncing off of the water, so you definitely need um sunscreen in the summer so it's really a year-round thing and if we have light so even if you have a foggy day or a day that's not so bright you still need your sunscreen you know so you need because you have uva light uva rays and uvb rays do come through the clouds as well okay so let's talk about the upcoming bridal season because i know this uh this is a busy time for a lot of people in your industry um mm-hmm. What do we do with these brides that want to have these these tans and um, they have extreme well they want to have these great glowing tans which you know um, some I think it's better to do the spray tan it's safer but uh, I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you about that is how is that well, for your skin like, what is the best thing for them spray tan uh, tanning beds well, real sun like what's your thought well. Well, the real sun and tanning beds are pretty much uh, the, the the same thing. Uh, people swear by tanning beds because of the um, you know seasonal affective disorder, like the the sad. You know, people get depressed and anxious during the winter months, so they swear by the tanning beds. We now know, and Health Canada has put out uh, warnings: uh, too much exposure also can cause cancer, skin cancer in particular. Um, with with these tanning beds as well so it's as not as bad i hate saying it's bad as, as bad as the sun because it's not um everything is in moderation you do one 20 minute segment a week it's not going to be that bad. personally i don't think it's going to be that bad but it's for those people who are doing it daily or you know every other day those are issues that you have to take you know take into consideration spray tanning Self-tanners, oh, my gosh, there's self-tanners on the market right now that are incredible. And people who do spray tanning, 
amazing because it can last up to four days, you know, so there are options now that you don't have to be fake, you know, the, the baking. So we call them the fake and bakes. So it's, it's the, <laughs> the uh, skin that glows without the sun's kiss, you know, so those are great. And the options now are so, um, so amazing that you don't have the off smell. You have a uh, gradual tanning, which looks like, you know, your own tan. It doesn't look orangey. Um, so there's some great products out there and the industry has evolved. They've been listening and they do understand. We don't want to have that off smell that, you know, that sun tanning um, uh, product that kind of, you know, you, we all know what that smell is and, and it's, uh, it, it smells not so great um, as a self-tanner, but now we've, the industry's changed, it's evolved, just like every everything in our industry is evolving, they listen. And uh, so self-tanners, I think, are the best way. Um, it won't get on your wedding dress, especially if you do it at two or three days, you know, in advance. Um, they it lasts like you know you'll need a really good exfoliation for the body um before you do a self tanning that way it looks more natural it doesn't look chalky um but yeah those are uh, incredible options now you don't have to be baking in the sun it feels good but you don't have to be baking in the sun in order to get that sun kiss glow oh hello hello hi hello Hey, hello. <laughs> Sorry. <Hi. laughs> I got all excited. I don't know what happened there. Um, I know. So with coming, <laughs> coming into the season that we've got with the brides, uh, what would you recommend as a as a ritual, if you will, or um, uh, what should be their routine before the wedding, and how soon should they start to get the maximum effect for their skin? Because I know they spend a lot of money, and some a lot of people try and throw money at things at the very end, but the reality is you need a certain amount of time to do certain things, don't you? So what would you recommend as the the process? Well, I have to, like, correct you because it's no longer just a bride thing. When it, when it comes to uh, weddings, the men are getting involved as well. The father, you know, the, the mothers of the brides, the mothers of the grooms, it really is because these pictures are forever, we hope, and um, right. they're, you know, they they are – some, with some people, it's nice to get this rejuvenation in their skin, but men are coming in for waxing, so they're prepping their back, their, their, I call oh, it the, okay. the retro man, because he's doing his eyebrows, he'll do like his nose hairs, his ears, he'll, you know, do microdermabrasion to help like brighten up his skin, because he can't hide his skin with makeup, whereas women can easily do that. Um, women tend to get like, body glows. That's one of the number one things that we do see prior to the wedding. But um, from everyone who has skincare concerns, you need a good two to three months before with monthly visits. Sometimes if we're doing Mother of the Brides, we're doing firming and tightening with uh, our new Venus Freeze Plus. And um, that is an amazing treatment. It's, you know, it's eight weeks though. So a lot of women start eight weeks, you know, prior, you know, even three months prior because we see the most benefit at three months. So um, we really tend to have, we have a schedule with our brides. So we ask what their concerns are, what they would like to, you know, shift, change, enhance. Um, and then we move, you know, we move from there and we kind of give them timetables. So it'll depend on from person to person. And some people have beautiful skin and all they need is a facial a couple of weeks before um, with a little bit of microdermabrasion just to kind of get their skin revitalized. That way the makeup stays on, you know, um, 
for longer and it looks fresher. The skin looks rosy and it's got a glowy, dewy complexion. Um, so really, we can start them up to three months before. Most of our clients really are lifelong um, ones, and they've been on the ritual for most of their, you know, adult lives with us. So, um, but if you're not, if someone, if you are a bride that, you know, has skin concerns, sun damage, rosacea, which is red marks on the face, um, or acne, those are about three months ahead. That's when we look at. You know, so three months ahead, you start your treatments depending on um, what is going on with your skin. And then sometimes we see you every two weeks, uh, depending on what services we're providing for you. Sometimes we'll need, um, see here, we'll need like weekly visits every week, monthly. So we try to get them to monthly eventually within those, you know, like one more, one more right before their wedding. Um, you know, facials with micro are crucial. We also have this amazing lifting treatment too, uh, right before their um, wedding. And there's no downtime whatsoever. And they look literally 10 years younger overnight. It's amazing, an amazing treatment. So our goal is to like not change you, but really enhance what you already have. Keep your skin healthy, keep it revitalized, keep it um, glowing, dewy. Healthy skin is really for life. It really is. It's not about changing your skin as, a, as more as, as, as it is about like giving your skin what it needs to give you optimum health and, and vitality. Beautiful, beautiful. And with that, Katina, we are up to our second break for the night. Oh, so, my goodness. It's gone by fast. <laughs> I, I know. There's, I told you there's so much. Was I lying? There's so much in Katina's head that we just have to get out. So we're going to take our second break. <laughs> I know. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to get into talking to her a little bit more about um, what she recommends for us going forward um, and different types of uh, men and women. And I'm glad you said that. So we're going to talk about different types of uh, services for different men and women that you perform. So uh, you are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Kathy Cook-Noble, on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we return, we're going to continue to pick Katina's brain because there's just so much in there that we need to learn. So we will be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am Kathy Cook-Noble on Financially Speaking, and you are listening to the Inspired Choices Network. Today, our topic is the cost 
of having and not having beautiful skin, taking care of the skin that you were given. Uh, before we went to break, we were talking to Katina Criticos, and she was sharing some of her uh, industry expertise and secrets on what we need to always really be focused on in terms of looking after our skin with when it comes to this, the sun and when it comes to getting ready for the big day when you're getting married or any other big day really, like a graduation um, or any event, like, you know, if you're in a award ceremony, a big, big job event. So skincare isn't just about the wedding, but we do have the wedding season coming up, so that made me made me think of that. But before we went to break, Katina mentioned about um, not just women, and I know that's another, really that's a myth too, that skincare is just for women. And a lot of men are really looking after their skin. And these are all kinds of men, aren't they, Katina? They're like the guys that go to the gym, the guys that don't go to the gym, they're the guys that wear suits, the guys that, you know, wear construction boots. Like there are all Mm -hmm. kinds of people that look after their skin now, isn't there? Well, you know, it's funny. Last year I did my statistics and uh, my stats at the end of the year, and uh, three out of my top five clients happened to be men. Two out of those five um, were over the age of 60. So um, one of the crucial things is that uh, men suffer from skin care conditions, and they're told to just, can I use the word, suck it up. Um, They're told to ignore it. They're told to not, not worry about it. So what um, I had this, I had uh, last year, I had a conversation with one of our um, amazing clients. And, you know, what a, one of the things he did say was, uh, listen, you know, my, my children, my house is paid off. I'm retired now. I have a good income, a good life. Uh, this has plagued me my whole life. But, um, it, you know, I was paying mortgage. I was paying, you know, putting money away for my, you know, for our savings, for my children's uh, education. And there was really never enough for me. And now there's enough for me. So, um, you know, this gentleman happened to start taking care of his skin. And in turn, he was also taking care of how he was feeling about it. So his confidence changed within a year's time. We saw the evolution and we saw how happy he started feeling about his skin and how um, the changes, like the changes that he had seen. And so it's not just about an issue for women. Men have skin and it's, it's really important that as an esthetician and as estheticians out there that we don't cut ourselves off to 50% of the population. Um, so women, yes, we're seeing, you know, more and more women you know, over the age of 45 are um, definitely taking care of themselves more. Uh, women who are going through divorces, we're seeing or separations, we're seeing more and more because they're going back out into the um, field of job searches and out there with, you know, they're out there again, like dating and, and they want to feel and look their best. Um, so there's that segment of the population. Then we have the brides, of course, and the grooms. And we also have the yeah. teenage segment as well. So we, you know, we really skincare is for everyone. And I think as an industry, we tend to always target the women, um, over 40, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, uh, but really it is meant for everyone who needs our services. And as, um, as skincare providers, we have to actually be open to accept males into our industry and into our clinics. And, and I know a lot of men here that, oh, you're the first one that accepted us for whether it's for waxing or laser or 
what have you, because he'll, you know, he, he'll call a few places and they just simply don't take male clients. So it's, it's uh, a growing industry and it's an important one because um, skincare is no longer a pampering. Uh, it's really part of a necessity. People need an edge and sometimes having great skin is that edge. And it sounds um, uh, lighthearted, but uh, the changes people experience through taking care of their skin is incredible. And we are honored to be part of that uh, witnessing uh, the transformation is incredible to see someone coming in with such low self-esteem. And, you know, I think I mentioned it last time about last uh, segment that we had done uh, a couple of weeks ago, but there are stats that say the healthier your skin looks, the more put together you look, um, the higher your wages as well. So, you know, those right. are things that we talk about, those financial, the financial pieces. And uh, it's important on a self-esteem level that good skincare is for life, you know. Absolutely. And and the reality is if they start sooner, and it's funny when you said about majority of the industry, they target the women over 40, but really mm -hmm. you want to be starting it right, right away. Like you want to always be taking mm -hmm. care of your skin so that when you are over 40, you don't have um, all the, the sins and errors to correct from the first 40 years. So there's right. really, is, isn't it, it's, isn't it forget? to really focus on skincare when you're younger and, and have them understand that. Mm -hmm. You know, and I know I, it's absolutely important. And I went, you know, uh, off of the question you had asked, and I, I find it's really important that um, the audience and the listeners uh, out there, um, it doesn't matter what service you're receiving and we'll, we can touch base on, you know, what we do for the brides and the, you know, and the groom, but it's really important yeah. to know that it is accessible for everyone, you know, and, uh, we've had, you know, young children with uh, active sebaceous glands that we're doing, um, you know, purifying treatments just to get that gland at four or five years old. And then our oldest client is in her 90s, you know, so it's right. it's important. And it's, you know, it's it's important and we can't make assumptions with skincare um, and what's important for other people. Um, it's, you know, it may not be important for someone else, but uh, we can't take it uh, for granted either. Absolutely. Um, Katina, what, before we run out of time, because I know we have about 12 minutes mm -hmm. left, um, I want to make sure people know how to get a hold of you, how to talk to you, um, contact you if they need to. What's the best way for them to reach out and, and get a hold of you if they have more questions? Okay, absolutely. Um, you can definitely, um, well, depend. you can reach us at info at ethereon.ca. Um, and we'll definitely respond within um, several hours during business hours and uh, within the one business day if it's over the weekend. So you can, um, attention, Katina, you can ask questions if you like. And um, I love getting pictures of people's skin and, and really going over uh, what their concerns are as well. Um, that, that kind of work does fascinate me. And, um, and also showing, sharing what products you're using too. So, so info at ethereon.ca, our phone number is 519-601-8881. You can always call us and, uh, um, we're, you know, we're available, um, five days, actually, no, six days a week now. So, um, it's, uh, it's, we're totally accessible and really there for you and uh, to take care of your, um, your skincare needs. Excellent. Um, now, the other thing is that people can know is they can contact you 
and you can mm-hmm. actually do a Skype or a Zoom or Zoom, any of the other right. cool technologies that we have. <laughs> you can do one of those Absolutely. consultations with them. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the first, yeah, the first point of contact will always be either a phone call or email, and then we would set up an appointment um, that we can sit down and I can definitely give you a complimentary um, assessment and to see what's going on with your skin and, you know, whatever concerns you have, it's really important that we address them, you know, and even as minor or as, you know, I frivolous in some people's eyes, you know, um, it's, it's not to you. It's, you know, it's an important aspect yeah. for us. And uh, um, it's knowing that this is a good, um, that what concerns you is important to us. Absolutely. And so true too. The um the skincare what what do you see as, as the next I don't want to say trend or fad, but, but where do you see the industry really growing and uh and focusing on in the next year or two or, or even five years maybe you know that far out, but what would be where do you see the industry really moving in what direction? Well, I think it's becoming mainstream. And when I, you know, when I first started, we were, there was only a few of us doing what we were doing. And now the whole concept of Medispas has kind of gone, you know, hit through the roof and um, we're doing, we're all doing more and more evasive treatments. Um, I think, you know, what I hope is that there's more legislation in Canada. I know in the States there's so much more that uh, you have to have specific certification in order to use devices. Canada, we're not that regulated as of yet, and that's really important that we do get regulated because um, someone just should not be able to purchase a machine and uh, start working out of their house, like a special medical device like a laser, um, and start working out of their home um, to do it. And at this point, you can. That's that's unfortunate part of our industry. We're not regulated like hairstylists, and we should be regulated so that way we know that people coming out of the school have the two years, you know, the full year of training, and then subsequent training for advanced aesthetics as well. Um, the industry is growing leaps and bounds. It is an industry that I've been involved in for almost 30 years of my life. And, um, you know, I think forming relationships, having, you know, building our clientele through relationships with them to see, hey, this is what your skin was like day one. This is what your skin is like now at, you know, 30 days and at 60. So forming those attachments, those relationships is crucial. Um, And more heart-centered business, I think, is important. So, you know, I can tell you the trends that are coming up, but really um, the key thing is creating relationships with our clients um, and really caring and, to, you know, and allowing their issues, even if it seems so small, um, really making sure that they're heard. Um, and, you know, clients should be looking out for that, that people are listening to them, to them. they're, um, they're, really targeting what the client's needs are. So the technology, yes, it's ever-changing. It is, there's things that technology can do now that even five years ago we couldn't do. So we're looking at more non-invasive treatments like for lifting and firming. So um, I read an article just a couple of weeks ago. It's coming from Beverly Hills, and we all know it's the capital for plastic surgery. Um, mm-hmm. They're saying that these devices, medical devices, are becoming 70 to 80% of their business versus cutting people, versus surgery. Oh, wow. So the non-invasive treatments are starting to take over with very little downtime. Like, for example, our Venus Freeze Plus, um, 
people come in during lunch hour and then they go straight, you know, we put sunscreen on after they finish their treatment, they go straight back to work. And um, it's, it's, they're quick treatments and they do see the results, but there's no or very little downtime with amazing results as the months come along. So, uh, so we're seeing that that is the biggest trend is, uh, people doing something to their skin and not one person knowing that that's what they're doing. So that, that to me is wow. amazing that, you know, you know, in, in a month to two months time, they can have these incredible treatments and no one knows that they've done them. So those are, and those are huge. So that's what we're looking at. And the cost between doing the treatments versus going to see a plastic surgeon the difference between the cost of that is just is huge, is it not? Like I can't imagine oh, that it's it's cheaper it's, to and go and, to a and just imagine <laughs> absolutely and, and imagine the downtime. So you know, um, but yeah. the number one thing is prevent preventative. Why people are starting at twenty four, twenty five years old getting you know skincare facials. Like we have, I have clients that started when they were in university with me and they're now like, now I'm taking care of their children. So I've seen them through, you know, marriages, through divorces, through, you know, their childbearing years. And now we're all kind of growing into menopausal years now too. So my, my clients are, um, you know, we're going through this, you know, amazing stages in life and it's, yeah, if you, if we're looking at the cost of um, a facelift versus the cost of preventive, it completely, mm-hmm. um, you know, it doesn't even match because the non-invasive treatments are so much more, well, they're less expensive. Uh, they do a phenomenal job in, um, in firming, tightening, or acne treatments. We're seeing such amazing things without the medications uh, for acne and um no downtime. Very, very little downtime. Nice. Like we, the most downtime we have is maybe two days, and that's with one of our not nano fractional Viva lasers. Uh, sorry, not laser, but it's a medical device with uh, micro needling. And there's about two days of downtime for that. But you know, if you needed to go to work, you put a little bit of makeup on, you'll be a little red. Um, but very little downtime now, and you're getting the results are incredible. So, so those are the incre- trends. Non-invasive treatments. Nice. Nice. I like that. And the cost is more than just how much it costs at the surgeon's office or how much it costs at the salon. You're absolutely right about the downtime. What does it cost to lose time at work and how much are your, you know, how much for your wages? And um, it's just, it's a, it's an awful lot that people don't factor in when they talk about costs. They don't factor their time. So it's nice that, that there's alternatives that are so much safer and um, more, uh, beneficial and non-invasive and definitely there's so many beautiful things out there that you're able to do to really help people feel good and and look good because the looking good really helps you feel good doesn't it it's not just about looking good to be beautiful but it's actually for your soul and your confidence too isn't it right i mean what does it cost in the end um, lack of confidence what does it cost a human being? That means that they either stay in the same job without a pay raise because they're not confident enough or that they don't feel that they deserve. So people with skin care conditions, there are studies after studies that their um, their uh, confidence boost is is below the charts. They do not see themselves as attractive, so they don't feel that they deserve a better raise or, you know, and, and they're less 
likely to be hired, unfortunately, as well. So we're, we're, the trend is, is that healthy skin um, also hires. You know, people get a better, better offer, better positions. And, you know, what is the cost of having um, confidence? You know, so that's the thing. Like, and as parents who have kids who are struggling through this, you know, it's not something that kids grow out of because I have clients who struggled with acne. And when I, you know, it's time when I see them, they, their self-esteem, they still see acne. I know I, it took me almost, I think I was 40 when I stopped doing acne treatments because I had one of my mentors say, Katina, you don't have to do acne treatments anymore. Start focusing on anti-aging because in my head, mm-hmm. I still see acne and I still worry about that pimple because I went through that struggle. You know, I mean, you don't want your skin ever to go yeah. to that place again. And it hasn't, thank goodness. But, uh, um, you know, most of us still see ourselves like, you know, what we look like when we were in our teens, you know. So um, if we have some kind of hand to help people feel better and look better, um, you know, and I think I've said it over and over, I'm not looking to change you. I'm looking to, you know, to to see the best light for you, you know. So that's, you know, that's our that's our role. That's our role. So that confidence builder is huge, absolutely huge. You can't put a price on that. Awesome. And I know with you, it's uh, it's really more about bringing out the absolute best in people so that you really help them be their better self. And you do that through, um, there's so many ways you do it. But today we just got to talk to you about the beauty, the skincare industry and helping people be beautiful uh, for their big events, but really in general for their life so that they can be successful and all that they're doing. And that's just awesome. I'm so excited that you're doing that for so many people. And what's next for you, Katina, in, in the next, we have about 30 seconds left. Um, what's next for <laughs> you and what's next for Ethereum and the, the, the you and well, all your staff and your expansion? Well, we just um, hired uh, another staff member. I'm so proud and love the, t- you know, the three women that I have right now and they're, um, they're very passionate and loving and you know our clients absolutely love them um and they're really wanting to take you know strive for more in our industry so i've just hired another like-minded individual elsa um l actually for sure and she's uh yeah. really amazing and she's going to be growing in her in our industry and uh are you know what we're hoping to do is duplicate what we're doing and start expanding outward and uh Really, um, only got you know, because we're seeing, <laughs> yeah, we're seeing, we're seeing some yeah. coming from all over. So we wanted to expand out awesome. there. So thanks, thanks, Kathy. Awesome. Thank you, thank you, Katina, for joining us once again. And we'll be right back here next week. Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central. 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.